if you're listening to this on the RSS feed for your music is bad and you should feel bad, uh, all future episodes will be recorded live on my Twitch channel. May still do some uh, live streams on other platforms just to raise awareness of this one, but this is by far the best place to stream uh, any kind of music commentary stuff. This is kind of something I, I an idea I tossed around before, but <clears throat> I, for some reason, like listened to three songs in a row that made me think of it. Uh, so a little, uh, a little disclaimer just to set this up so nobody uh, misconstrues the, the, the tone of this, this bit. Basically, uh, everyone's awareness, uh, everyone's aware of wokeness culture. And, uh, I have a tendency, like, listen, I'm all in favor of being woke. I have a tendency to take those, those programs because those programs to say, identify, uh, things that are offensive, right. Or things that are, as we're going to, we're going to basically looking at lyrics, right? So this is, it's also not really, uh, th th as far as how seriously you take the various types of criticism we do, this is on the lower end, and we're not even really talking about the music. We're talking about the lyrics. So it's, uh, <clears throat> this is very tongue-in-cheek, and uh, I am not mad about these songs is basically my point. Uh, it's interesting. I also don't. I also don't believe in presentism, which is when you judge the past by kind of modern ideas, because there's been especially such a huge uh, upswing in awareness of these things in a very short period of time. So woke songs. Uh, so let's start with Queensrÿche. So if anybody knows me, they know that I like Queensrÿche a lot, and uh, so so obviously. Uh, this is not an attack on Queensryche, but the thing about Queensryche is they were always considered a sort of progressive metal band before progressive metal was like a specific set genre, and and they were less progressive in terms of complexity and playing a fuck ton of notes. They played a, a, a significant amount of notes. They played they played a good amount of notes, I would say. They didn't play too many notes, uh, and 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 they didn't really play all the notes, but they played all. They played a good a good selection of notes, and they were like slightly more complex than your average sort of main, ma mainstream in metal terms. You know, like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest. It was like slightly more complex than that, but not all the way into the prog prog zone. Uh, but also, they were considered progressive because there were certain themes to the music that sort of uh, evolved through their their early to mid to late albums, and and that's kind of actually what I want to talk about. Uh, it's sort of, uh, so we, uh, this kind of turned into a small, uh, Facebook thread and we're basically, uh, the idea is that, you know, they, they kind of got it right early on in their career. Uh, it was, I mean, not early, early. So early, early, it was like sci-fi stuff, right? Like queen of the Reich, which I mean, in, unless you're saying it, it's progressive because, uh, you know, what other Reichs do you know that have a queen? I mean, that's, you know, so uh, women can be in charge of, of uh, sci-fi Reichs now, I guess? And that's great. And so, you know, the Queen of the Reich, and that's the first track. The Knight Rider sails away second or third or whatever. But the, the Queen of the Reich, she, she's coming for you, and she's coming first. Uh, and, you know, I'm not going to TOS. So there, this is a... Twitch is a... Like, I can mark it mature, but there's... Anyway. So, uh... Around uh, Rage for Order, 
is where it started to sound like they were talking about semi you know real world other than the songs about vampires obviously but the sort of like revolution-ish song started to get slightly more specific talking about the youth and stuff and then obviously with operation mind crime it was like blatant uh uh political commentary on uh reagan's america uh and which a lot of which uh i think holds up really well partially because things haven't really gotten that, that well a lot of people like I, I would wager fewer people buy into that than used to, and it's become very uncool. But anyway, let's not get too deep into that. So, Queen's Rag. So, Operation Mindcrime, but part of why, actually, this is a relevant point. Part of why Operation Mindcrime, I think, works so well as a concept that is all, that is uh, somewhat political is because it actually doesn't prescribe any solutions. In fact, it's it's there's two halves to what's to to the songs really. There's the oh, as far as the political-ish sounding stuff, right? The first half is is like revolution calling, right? We're we're like I, I don't trust the system, man, and we should have a revolution, yeah. And then it's like spreading the disease. It's like it's bad because they're spreading the disease. It's and then Operation Mindcrime, I joined the revolution. Like, yes, it's still, like, it doesn't really go that far in the first few songs, but they cover that side of it. But even if they get very specific with the criticism, it's very easy to be, to do criticism in music and be like, system's fucked up. But it's also why it's, it's hard to do it now because it's been done so much that it all basically just sounds like cliches. And, uh, but in the 80s, it was still a kind of uh, cutting edge thing. And so... The, uh, okay, so we're spreading the disease, but there's no, they don't really prescribe, like, they aren't like, here's, and I'm not saying you couldn't prescribe solutions, but in this case, it works because they don't act like they have the solutions, it's just like, it's fucked up, and then in fact, I think part of what makes it so great is that the main character tries to, like, rebel against the system and he ends up just in a different system that fucks him over and uses him and that's kind of it's like well how do you so and that's kind of the the real the real dilemma of real life is like okay so like it's hard to you know how do you actually do so if you actually uh want to go out and like assassinate people then maybe the people who are willing to hire you to do that are not cool and then, of course, you know, there's like the vague mind control stuff, which you don't really. For each machine I am leaving, I find a bigger one. Yes. Well, and that's another thing we'll get to because Pain of Salvation really inherited this whole thing. And there's a direct connection in we're going to talk about Empire. So this is the song where uh, and I it, over time, I felt more and more that it hasn't aged well lyrically. There were some things that were I was always a little like, eh, I don't know about that, but I didn't really have a specific like what you know and also who cares it's a metal song and i think part of the problem is that uh like the album empire is kind of like their black album like it's definitely more commercial and if you don't mind that the songs some of the songs they sound like hits and listening to them now it's almost like why were you just like going for the 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 charts but and but they hit the charts so whatever like it's cool and it's still good but like anyway the point is mind crime you're like yeah, this is, you definitely know, you were not trying to make the label happy with this. And that's always the best album is when you're like, fuck the label, man. 
and then that album does well and then you try to get commercial to make up for that and then anyway and then uh your singer loses his mind and the guy with all the good ideas quits and runs out of ideas and anyways we're getting off track with with queen's right so uh operation mind crime uh kind of works and then empire uh like a lot of it was less uh it, it, there was less political stuff or it, it gets vaguer over time is what happens really is that other than empire where he gets very specific and this is we're going to analyze that song because it's the interesting one but a lot of that album is more generic like 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 best i can is such a weird like generic like inspiring like it's like an 80s you know uh you're the like you're the best around anthem but like a few years too late and with queen's right and but it and it's also oh maybe it's i don't know if it's maybe if, if people would consider it ableist because he's writing about a guy in a wheelchair and jeff tate is definitely not in a wheelchair and to them i mean it doesn't seem like there's anything particularly like uh off about it i mean this is kind of going to be the theme with empire too though is like who can Queensryche speak for? Because uh, there were, you know, but like you think about it too, like the 80s, that's kind of, it, it, it's the lyrics, again, the tone is very much of the 80s. And we'll get, actually, let's just, let's pull up Empire because that, I'm just going to go through Empire because uh, I was listening to it today and it's, there's the one obvious verse, but we kind of like, we, 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 we work our way up to it. Like it's, uh, let me also fix this. Uh, counter here so it doesn't look like I have no followers. I need 50 followers in order to be able to get money and uh, or like just be maybe show up in the search engine or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's over 30 days, but like obviously those 30 days would roll over. So there's also like a average viewer thing. So whatever, it doesn't matter. But if you want to do something, give me a follow. Uh, and then also, more, mo most importantly, then if you have the app, it'll tell you when I go live. And that's like the best way to it. The web link is always a little, you know, iffy and parts of this platform don't work so good. But uh, the app, at least, is is like good way to get the direct content. What am I? Oh, do I have to like. All right, whatever. I'll just take it off for now. I have eight followers. I need 50. Anyway, uh, Empire. So it's like Empire, I think they kind of, they crammed the pseudo-political stuff into like just a few songs. And Empire is like the specific one. And then uh, uh, the is there anybody listening is the more vague like, is anybody even listening to how political our songs are? Is it is this helping? I don't. And and again, and then it's just kind of like think for yourself. It's like yeah, we get it. Think for yourself. But like if you tell your like because again, they start to just kind of repeat the themes. Like I think uh it, like sign of the times is when it started to really fall apart because they were basically just like man, <laughs> it's a sign of the times, and you know it's it's rough, and you gotta 
you got to think for yourself and then you'll fly and stuff. And it was like, you get it. You know what we get. We got to make a change. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. And it's so like the, the music and the lyrical content kind of slumped down equally. And then, but okay. Empire. Picture my mixer set up. Yes, Sign of the Times is a terrible song. <laughs> okay, so b before we get into it, I want to point out, I, again, I think the, the... I never really thought too hard about the lyrics. I would kind of, you know, they kind of... They're sort of like... They like, but that's why it's interesting, but I think it's... It, it's it's probably the best song on the album. It rocks the hardest. It's like, it rocks so hard that you, you're just, it just sounds so cool that like, I don't think people think about the lyrics at all. Yeah. Has Captain, oh man, that is a rumor. Exactly. That's a, that was, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, it's just getting a schmaltzy and it's just sounding like old people. Like, as the captain let go of the wheel, what's going on? Yeah. And, and don't forget to think for yourself. Like they just kind of like cram it in there. Um, Okay. So, but Empire rocks real hard, and they're still trying to say say something. Okay, so first verse is in Chinatown. Innocent bystanders get shot in the middle of what, based on later uh, verses, I will assume is gang violence. But they don't, there's no other sort of uh, over undertones other than, it probably just like, the, the rhyme of dead in Chinatown to the word came down is probably why it's a reference to Chinatown. That's probably, that would be my guess as for the lyrical content at this point. Okay, so at this point, this part sounds the most woke because he's saying... They say, what's wrong with the kids today? And he's telling, I'll tell you, they got nothing to lose. And they're building empire. But so, so this sounds like, you know, it would be sociologically correct. Like part of the reason for uh, the, the prevalence of uh, drug trade is they got no, no other options. Not, so they got nothing to lose. And so they end up selling crack to the people who pay oh i don't want to ruin it it's coming but <laughs> so anyway so at that part you're like that's a pretty you know what i think he's got a good point so what are we gonna do okay let's see we'll see what we're gonna do about that Johnny used to work after school i 
At the cinema show sounded weird even in the early 90s, uh, but there's like a rock trope, I think, of like saying a slightly outdated name for a thing. And it, you don't hear that anymore, but I love every time I hear like a cinema show. You guys want to go down to the cinema show? I hear Johnny works there. So now, okay, so I guess the the cinema show didn't pay well enough. Um, they don't really establish why it was just like fuck it, I'm gonna sell crack. But that is what he did next, apparently. Yeah. So that's, yeah, seriously, Fight for 15. So that's real uh, good 80s, uh, like, thrash, metal, political, like, business the American way, AK-47 for his best, yeah, like, exactly. You heard it from, from these white dudes from Seattle. Okay, so East Side, West Side. So we've established it's about, like, gang violence, right? And I think they probably intentionally used Johnny to, like, whitewash it. Like, we're not being specific. It's just any old gang violence, you know. Johnny used to work at the cinema show, you know. It sounds like a Bon Jovi song, but now he's selling crack and he's got an AK-4. So it's, you know. But it's, but, but, but then it, but then the next person. The chorus is fucking great. It means nothing. It's just you can feel it coming. <laughs> feel the empire coming. Like, all right, fucking rules though. So, uh oh, uh oh. So, first of all, <laughs> the the echoing of black. Man, it does not age well at all because he's really just drawing attention. Like, all right. And why does he have chains? Like, I don't... Like, it's just... Maybe it's supposed to be a metaphor. Like, he's fighting with chains and it's sort of like... But it's it's real dicey. And we went from, like, real kind of general not... Like, it, to, like, maybe too specific and it gets... And, and, and anyway, it goes on. So this sounds like the sort of uh, black on black violence trope, which was that oh man, it's you know those gangs are just killing each other, and then and and for somebody else uh, who may or may not be uh, working for the CIA or something, uh, or or you know yeah, who <laughs> what what can we possibly do about that? Yeah, that stuff doesn't really mean anything, but that's cool. It's, you know, it sounds sounds cool. Sounds cool. Down, 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 
Now, the other day when I was listening to this song, it occurred to me that I did not know, I had never like memorized the talk down in the middle of this song. Like I probably could recite the one from like uh, Inside by Pain of Salvation uh, and uh, and I, and there's a probably, there's another one, but the, so but this particular one isn't that exciting, although it works with like the kind of uh, the the song structure and live. Like somebody commented on Facebook that live it would just they just wouldn't bother playing it. But that's probably because up until recently, when people would play, try to throw like a random sample in the middle of a song, and they weren't if they weren't playing the entire song to a click, then it wouldn't be timed right. And like, uh, there's a Dream Theater video where they do this with the song Voices and the thing just sort of like ends way too soon or maybe it's too late. Either way, it just doesn't line up and it sounds terrible and it's way better just to leave it out. Or I heard at one point Jeff would use it to like introduce the band members because it's kind of just this lower vamp and then it builds back up and probably playing Empire in the encore anyway. So actually that makes a lot of sense. And uh, and then there's the fucking like super rock and solo after it. So that's the other thing. You hear all this stuff and you're like thinking like statistics. Oh yeah, we're gonna fix the system and and gang violence. And what are we gonna do? Yeah. And then before you can really think about it, there's this sweet guitar solo and you're just like, fuck yeah, we do. Let's do it. But I actually was listening to the lyrics and it's kind of I don't know. I don't think it's aged well. I don't think the ideas have held up. So so far, he's said that uh, they, they that uh, federal uh, the that law enforcement was last in federal expenditures for year nineteen eighty six, and I'm not sure what his point. I guess he's saying uh, that they're the police are underfunded, um, but I but again, that's well. Let's see if maybe there's more. Maybe. So that's that's it. I, I thought there was more also like he's just basically like got to give the cops more money. Uh, we just got to give the cops more money and then they'll take care of all this gang violence that uh, I was totally cool in uh, talking about. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's a good point, because like, what does that mean? If it was federal spending, would it would it have been like FBI? Like, is that what law enforcement is at the federal level or would it be state? Uh, police or no that would probably be also funded by a state i don't know um that's a good point though uh yeah so uh anyway uh and then i just it's it's extra funny to me that then it's just like also like space exploration like how dare they try to explore space and like it's not like we've gotten any useful technologies out of nasa that they happen to make to like go to the moon but then it's like we can use it for others there's 
so anyway uh <laughs> that's i think that's it like lyrically and then it just uh you know rocks out but yeah it uh it <laughs> it didn't really age well now okay there is okay let's let's really really get into it so the 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 okay up to that point the nonsensical stuff about empire and such could be seen as them supporting the argument that the government either turned a blind eye to or encouraged crack ravaging black numbers exactly because like uh there's a lot maybe there wasn't so much back then but now there's a lot more understanding of the american state as an empire because even though we don't officially have colonies we have a lot of like we got a lot of military bases and a lot of places and uh got a lot of deals yeah yeah so right and then it's like you're like yeah because you don't they don't they don't necessarily uh and again you know uh johnny sounds like he could be like a white dude and like he's part of the problem and uh he used to work at the cinema show uh but he wants an education although i don't know that could still be like they're just and in china i don't know i don't know what's getting well again chinatown probably just sounded good but yeah yeah and then he's like Need, need more cops, man. Now, here's the... Okay, the, the, the one argument in favor of this, and I think this is the thinking that most people who buy into this uh, idea, or especially back then, because this, again, is like 91 or something, so it's just barely uh, post-Reagan. But right... The echoing of... Bleh, bleh, oh, jeez. Uh, brother killing brother. Oh, no. And especially because this is at, like, the exact same time as, like, NWA, so it was, like... In the context, or like like the real gangster rap, so like in the context of like, who's really talking about the? I mean, it's I, look, I I don't think the, I don't think that when you know uh, I I don't think there's a problem with people drawing attention to things they're not directly a part of as long as they don't overstep and try to like overprescribe and stuff. Uh, so I don't think there's a problem with like white artists trying to be woke by talking about stuff but it you got to be careful and definitely more and and you have to do it right and you have to do it more right now than you used to it used to just and so like it's totally anyway but chinatown in seattle is not a bad place that's where the asian supermarket is well maybe that's uh i mean I, I, yeah i <laughs> i don't know and the pinball museum <laughs> that's great so uh yeah, uh, the, so, so that one, um, it wasn't their best uh, politically. And then I think it goes downhill from there. Although at least to be fair, you, mostly it just gets more vague. And then, uh, and then like, like Promised Land doesn't really get political. Uh, the closest is maybe the song is like one more time around where he's like, uh, uh, I, I got... We, we got bad advice. Uh, we just uh, told us to invest. I mean, I, literally, my my grandparents, I think, said to invest in gold. But anyway, uh, and they didn't tell me not to get old, but I was just working on that anyways. So, uh, more obscure Queensryche references. So, uh, that was the Queensryche one. Now, there's this Toto song that is uh, also interesting. And so, again, we're going further back into, like, the late 70s. So I just, I just want to be clear that I do not expect any better from anybody in the past. Like the, when you do get something that really seems like it was like woke, even for the time, like that's great. But like, what do you expect? Like people are a 
a a whole uh uh species and the the reason these ideas are getting so much more traction now is mostly because of communication and it's because they can't really be suppressed because everything's connected and so it's it's we really can't suppress information except through misinformation and that's what my upcoming bitcoin album is about so uh stay tuned for that uh but let's listen to this okay so i was and i was not listening to these songs for this reason this just happened to be uh i like queens and toto because they're awesome so what the fuck was the song uh Okay, so the song is Girl Goodbye from the first Toto album. This is also interesting because uh, when I was listening to a lot of Toto and kind of uh, looking at like Steve Lukather as the sort of missing link between like... Uh, sort, sort of between like a little dream theater connecting it to like early dream theater and like as as sort of the the glue probably in between the like progier stuff and the more metal stuff it's like if it actually had was like tasteful for a second it was probably because of the the lukather influence and this song is a very close to a riff the riff in i think lines in the sand and it's not the same i'm not saying it's the same riff. i'm not saying they've sold it I'm not, I'm not, but it's very similar uh, and also it's awesome. Although I think the Toto version is a little better. I'll point out when the wokeness thing happens. Now keep in mind Bobby Kimball, the first singer for Toto, uh, is a very bluesy singer and that is his natural style. So yeah, I don't know. So this part is just awesome. It's sort of like almost like an inversion, I think, of the uh, rhythm from the Dream Theater song. Okay, I'm going to pull up the lyrics so I don't misquote them, but... All right, yeah, so okay, so, so I'm out on the road and the devil's got my soul and I'm looking for the Lord in New York City. Uh, all right, now, I, I don't know, there, there could be context to this song. I didn't do any research. I just thought of, this would be funny because it, it, I started laughing on the train for no reason while listening to Toto. But, uh, but, but let's just, I, I always like to take a song at face value and just see where it sort of naturally tracks if you don't think about, like, because because why would why would you? you just listen to a song and, and half, half the time people don't listen to the lyrics at all so uh it doesn't matter so so far he just sounds bluesy and i didn't I think it was that weird or whatever, but 
the second verse. Most of this song is just good, but uh, so around here I was just like, it's fine though. It sounds it's just a, yeah, it's just a blues voice, right? It's not it's 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 just a bluesy. He's just getting real bluesy with it. Oh shit! But then he specifically says, "I'm hoping the white man," and he just really he gets real bluesy, if you know what I mean, when he's talking about how how he's avoiding the white man and um. I don't think he's, <laughs> but they, but I mean, is but now he's apologizing for it, I guess. So. That's that's actually the all of it, but um, it made me laugh because it was like he was starting to get, and I forget about that part for some reason. I listen to the song, and it's always like he's getting real bluesy with it, and then he's like, "I'm hoping that the white man," and I'm like, "No, what are you? Okay, man, like it was fine. Like if you didn't, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't necessarily. It just, it didn't have to. You didn't have to get specific like that. It's the inverse of." Black man, black man, trapped again. So yeah, that's uh, the companion piece to Empire. And then what was the other one I was listening to? Uh, there's a George Benson song that is real slut shamey. <laughs> we talk about that real quick. Also a great song, and I think a big hit. Yeah, so uh, I'm pretty sure. If I remember this right. Wait, why? Don't, I don't know if I want the. Here we go. All right, before it gets all smooth. Um, so this is uh George Benson, but I'm pretty sure that. Steve Lukather plays on this, and also I think Jay Graydon may have co-wrote it. Uh, in fact, I think it might be the original example of uh, the Jay Poop and Graydon story, where they talk about how he, he went into the bathroom and finished writing the chorus. Uh, but they already had the verses, I think, so, and that's the weird part. So anyway, but it's fine. It's the, it's, wait, what are, this is the best. The original, I think, is 78, maybe? Let's. Nineteen eighty one. 
It's a little, little later than the Toto, but a decade before Queen's Reg. <laughs> but this is a totally different uh, wokeness axis. <laughs> so. So, uh, so far, I mean, it sounds like, at first it sounds sort of, uh, feminist empowering. You've got the love, you've got the power, but you don't, un but I don't know what he's saying. She doesn't understand. Then it's kind of like mansplaining. But, uh, then he says she's been charging for the art. Now, I don't know if that's supposed to be like a metaphor or if she's literally been charging by the hour, but if she has, then, you know, sex work is work and it's basically, uh, it's it's either slut shamey if it's a metaphor or it's I don't know what's the uh, sex uh, worker exclusion or whatever you know, um, yeah. So uh, anyway, let's see uh, where it goes. He still believes in romance. First, I thought I was thinking, like, you're taking too many chances when you're hooking because he's been charged by the hour. But then he's saying, with my love, which sounds, like, threatening. And he's like, listen, uh, <laughs> it's like, it sounds like he's being real persistent. He's like, he's being real persistent. She's like, you got to pay. And then he's like, listen, uh, you're running out of <laughs> taking too many chances. Uh, so... <laughs> Now he's implying that her popularity is not what it used to be. And, uh, and, and like, first of all, you don't know if she's lonely. And apparently, uh, she's very busy, uh, charging by the hours. So apparently she's, she's doing fine. So like, it's very, you know. Turn your love around. Don't you turn me down. <laughs> it's just, it's Sounds threatening to me. Don't you turn me down. I mean, don't you turn me. But like, but it's George Benson and he's smooth as fuck. And so you're just like, it's fine. It's not. Show you how. I can show you how. Turn your love I think that it's just smooth grooves. There's a... Uh... Oh, 
Okay, I'm this as actually this one's kind of hard to parse. So I probably just didn't know what the fuck he was saying and kept grooving to the rest of the song before. But he's saying without the woman I can make it, but I need the girl to stay. Now, I don't know if this is like maybe again, maybe he's saying like you need to be mature and and that involves not hooking even though that is uh precisely uh her personal agency that you are uh, suggesting uh, anyway uh so uh but then i don't know because then he says oh don't let the lady take it all away so that lady would be like the most respectful way to call her woman and uh but then who's the lady uh oh maybe a madam like When the woman needs a taste of yesterday, I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah, yeah. The woman being her earning her, or I don't know, because I think it, I think the, yeah, the woman is like, yeah, her, uh, I don't, don't let the lady take it all. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty bad. Um, I think that's, and, and then it just grooves out, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Like, maybe he doesn't want to do any kind of work. <laughs> no. Turn your love around. Don't you turn me down. I can show you how. Turn your love around. Oh, you know me. I'm alone until you show me that you're still in love with me. We're gonna make it. We're gonna take it back where we belong. Yeah, so it sounds like uh, he's an ex or maybe even a, a, a customer, and he's just uh, too attached and. Oh. But and then he's like. Oh, man, and he—he's—he's he's like we're gonna. He's putting a lot. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. What else we got? Uh, I'm alone until you show me that you're still in love with me. Yeah, that's pretty normal. We're gonna—we're gonna make it. We're gonna take it back where we belong. I mean, technically, that's just like a cliche, so it almost—it's almost, it's almost uh, inert, but. The worst stuff's at the beginning, so yeah, I, uh, I, I, this one just also came up on my rotation, and, well, actually, the first time I heard this one, I was like, it was the 80s, and, uh, so, uh, those are what I had basically lined up. Thanks for, uh, stopping in if you did. If you're listening to this, uh, elsewhere, please subscribe if you haven't already to the thing. Or subscribe to the other thing and then turn on the notification thing so you know when there's more stuff. And that's the thing. All right, I'm turning it off now. My, my trusty catchphrase. Error. Stream has ended.